In order to live a life on mission and with purpose, you don't necessarily have to make this huge life-altering decision. You don't have to sell everything you own and move to the other side of the world or start a nonprofit ministry or even bring a child into your home unless that's what your mission is. You know, really what you need to do is figure out what your gifts are, how you've been created, and then to just walk into that. Walk in that purpose that you've been created for. Hi, my name is Kenneth Camp, and you're listening to His Hands, His Feet podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is to equip and encourage and compel you to live a life on mission. I sat down in this podcast interview with a good friend of mine, Joe Sierra, that I've known for over 10 years. And it was about that time when I met him is when he became a Christ follower. It was in a very tough time in his life. And what I saw Joe do over the next several years, and he continues to do today, but in those first few years, he immersed himself into understanding who he was in Christ. He began to learn about how God had created him and what he had given him as far as gifts and talents. And he taught him how to use those for God's purpose. And then I began to watch Joe very close for many years as he would live that out. And again, he did not make a huge life-altering decision. And that's what I hope that you hear as you listen to our interview. And so I'm looking forward to you hearing from Joe Sierra. And we did this interview sitting on the back porch at my house. And it was just about dusk. And so you begin to hear the frogs in the background and maybe some birds and things like that. And it's just, it was a beautiful night. And so we wanted to sit outside and enjoy that. I hope you get that feel as you listen. Again, this is an interview with my good friend, Joe Sierra. I'm sitting here on our back patio with my good friend, Joe Sierra. Joe, this is the first uh, podcast interview I've done on this patio. I'm glad it's with you because I know you like the outdoors, don't you? Yes, sir. And yeah. enjoy it. It's, uh, I don't know, it's probably about 70 degrees, 65 degrees, something like that. It's just no wind blowing and it feels nice to be out here. Welcome, by the way. Thank you for having me. I've known Joe probably eight, nine years, something like that now. I don't know. Do At you least, have a, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe 10 or more. Yeah. I'm going to let Joe share some as much as he wants to about his, his journey of faith. I've come to know Joe pretty well over, over the years and had admired how he has really pursued his relationship with God and allow God to mold who he is and is the reason why I wanted to sit down with him and have this interview with him to um, share some of the things that how God has gifted him and how Joe uses those gifts to help other people to share about who God is with other people and stuff so so that's kind of what we're going to get into and he's been gracious to do that. But, Joe, tell us a little bit about what you do, if you don't mind. Um, uh, sure, Kenny. Yeah. Um, I work for um, Leander Independent School District uh, and have been there for, for 10 years. Great community. And I know uh, there's people out there within the, the Leander and Cedar Park community that, that uh, they know. I know your kids. And I see your kids every now and then, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you all around the community as well when you're working. Like at football games and stuff like that and how yes. different people, they know you and you can tell that, they, that they're glad that they know you. They holler out at you and stuff. And that's, that's cool to see all the people that you know. You also, um, like we said earlier, you enjoy being outside. I know you're an avid fisherman. Yes, sir. And I, I enjoy it. I've uh, been doing it all my life. You know, it's, it's something that uh, my dad introduced me to years, years ago. I'm still doing it as much as I can, as yeah. much as life will allow me to. Sure. Uh, I know you've taken a lot, and we'll, we'll probably circle around to this maybe in a little bit, but you, you take a lot of your friends and people you know out fishing and stuff, and it's just 
when you're out there on the lake, you know, it gives you time to just get to know somebody and talk. And yes, that, that's that's one thing I enjoy uh, about the outdoors in, in general, but uh, especially fishing because uh, you get out there on the on the water with someone. Uh, there's no radio, yeah. you know, and you kind of put the phone down, and sooner or later you're gonna to have to wind up talking about something. <laughs> and uh, and then the conversation opens up the conversations with people and. Mm-hmm. You kind of get a little history on them, and you, you get to understanding people a lot more, you know. Yep. Well, I'm going to back up a, just a little bit, and we may come back to that, uh, talking about how you uh, spend time with people fishing and things. But that's by no means the only thing, only means or way that you engage with people that you know. But one thing I've admired about you, I think I've shared it with you off and on throughout the years, is that what happens with a lot of people when they come to faith in Christ is that either by their own initiative or they're encouraged to do this, is that the friends that they had before they became Christ follower, they no longer remain friends with them. They move away from those friendships mm-hmm. and kind of build a new community. And, and for some, you know, they, they would say, well, yeah, that's that's what they should do, if, especially if those friendships that they had before weren't really healthy or good for him. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing quotation marks. But mm-hmm. but what I've admired about you, and I agree with what I've seen you do, is that you've stayed in those friendships, and you spend time with a lot of those friends that you had before you became a Christ follower, but at the same time, they know that you've become a Christ follower, mm-hmm. a Christian. And, and so do you mind kind of talking about why you did that and you can tell as much of your story as you want to do you know as you want to um, sure yeah kenny is you know you know i didn't become a cross follower till december of 07 and i went deep into it for two or three years yeah you know because you know people used to tell me scripture and i'd be going like huh right you know so i kind of had to understand what that was all about and 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 how to apply it in my life so it took me a couple of years, and you know, to to realize that you know, I miss my friends. Hmm. And the ones that uh stood beside me for so many years. So I got to say, "All right, Lord, what am I going to do with that?" Mm-hmm. So uh, I just. Kept hanging around them, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, hope that they saw a difference in me. I think they did. Yeah. You know, they they know me. Right. You know, through that journey, uh, I've been able to, to reach out to so many of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've dealt with, some of them's dealt with divorces. Some of them dealt with extreme depression, mm-hmm. addictions, you mm-hmm. know. <clears throat> Um, there for a while I, I, I didn't really know what to do about all that you know how come people were so willing to share with me right you know part of their lives that they're going through they were really comfortable about it mm-hmm. I realized that it was just a a gift that I've, I've been blessed with that I'm non-judgmental mm-hmm. you know I try to love everybody the same mm-hmm. my daddy told me that one time hmm. he said boy you treat everybody the same with dignity and respect you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's but, good advice. Yes, it is. But uh, <clears throat> um, it's, it's, I started reaching out to them, and they, they started 
you know, talking to me. Um, it's not only my friends, you know. I mean, I've accumulated other friends also um, through that journey, and hopefully some of them will be comfortable enough in the future after mm-hmm. this podcast to, <laughs> to talk, you know. Sure. Somebody talk to. You know what I what I uh, observed over the years, especially those first years that you were a believer, and like you know, that was a good reminder. You you did you really just dove into God's word, and you wanted to know Him better and understand, you know, what it said in the Bible more clearly. And at the same time, you were still engaged in those friendships that you had before, but you didn't. I don't ever recall. You telling me stories, or it, it sounded like to me that that you were real trying to find the word forceful with these guys. You know, that your friends, you're like saying, "Hey, you need to stop what you're doing. You need to. This is how you need to live your life. I found this new life in Christ, and you need to do the same thing." But at the same time, you like I said, you were non-judgmental. You were stayed in those relationships. But because of what God was doing in you and how He was changing you and your heart, you talked freely about what God was doing in your life. And so that was, they were seeing that transformation right before their eyes. And instead of you kind of being removed from those relationships, you were still in those relationships. You know, it's, it's just one of those deals that it just, it just happens. God puts me in the right place at the right time for people. Right. It's almost like I don't have to go around and preach it. Right. You know. I, I just got to go out and reach out to people. Yeah, be there whenever, mm-hmm. whenever they need somebody to talk to. You know. Yeah, no, I've seen you do that many, many times over the years. I think as you have uh, grown in your in your faith, you've seen how God has has made you, created you, the gifts He's given you. Describe to me how you see that God is, you know, those gifts that He's given you. What, what do they look like in your life? How have you used those as you interact with people? Well, uh, as I started figuring that out, I had a, I had a counselor approach me at one of the schools about mentoring, mm-hmm. mentoring students in the district, and uh, I said, well, let me, let me, let me think about it, you know, and man, that just penetrated in, you know, and really stirred me up. Mm. I uh, couldn't sleep that night. Hmm. The next day I went back to the counselor and I said, sign me up. What do I do? I didn't know what I was getting into. Right. So I started mentoring. What's that look like in the school district? We're talking about the Leander School District. Yeah. Right? I know a lot well, of schools do that. The program is is, is um, you meet up with a student once a week, 30 minutes mm-hmm. or an hour, whatever it may be. And I I chose lunchtime because I didn't mm-hmm. want to pull a student out of their classes. Mm-hmm. Plus... I think at lunchtime in elementary, if the student didn't, doesn't have that many friends, you know, and they see an adult friend come hang out with them, of course, you know, many times they, they've asked, is that your granddaddy? Sure. <laughs> right. I crack up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's my mentor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, sometimes they, they may not have that many friends or they right. may be excluded of certain games or whatever. But when I show up at lunchtime, I sit down with them. You know, they gather up too and say, you know, well, cool. You know, I want a mentor. I want a mentor mm-hmm. also, you know. Mm-hmm. I did it for the, the first day I did it. And I remember leaving the facility and, man, I got teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and it's kind of like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, just reach out to kids. And um, <clears throat> so I started doing it. And 
been doing it through the district for about seven years now, hmm. and I'm still carrying on. And there's one student that I started in third grade. His dad was an alcoholic. He, uh, I remember during his birthday, uh, his dad didn't show up, hmm. and I didn't call him, no Christmas, no nothing. And that's before I even knew the student that I was going to be signed up with. Hmm. And so it's kind of like it was, it was just a, it's just supposed to happen. Hmm. I saw that student, so he's, he's a junior now. I saw him about two months ago <laughs> in a classroom. I was working on, a, on an AC, and uh, I was programming a thermostat, and I heard, hello, Mr. Sierra, hmm. and I turned around, and it was that same student. And this is I, the very it, first mentee. Yeah, the mentee. very first one. And I wow. mentored him from third grade all the way through eighth grade. Wow. You know, because ninth grade, it, you know, it's kind of like it wasn't cool to meet up with somebody mm. in high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw him, I saw him uh, a couple months ago, and he's doing good. You know, he's working part-time. Yeah. Uh, working on graduating. You know, it's, the kid's just doing good, staying out of trouble. Yeah. And I look at it this way, you know, what journey that child would have taken if I hadn't met up with him mm-hmm. just for lunch. Right. You know? Yep. That kind of stuff stirs me up, Kenny. Yeah, me too. Think about that young man. So that's what, five, about five years? Yep. Meeting with him once a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you know, when you look at just an hour a week, if you just look at it like that, you think, well, that's not really that much. But then you look at, even if it was just for one school year and you did that, but then to think about five years where you're spending time with him, I could see so much that, that would instill in him, spoken and unspoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think uh, I feel like he looks at it this way. It's kind of like, hey, you know, not all men are like. Yeah. His, his the the father. father he never had. There's, there's some there's some good adults out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> male role models. So you're talking about that you're mentoring some other kids now, and, so, and a lot of these are in the middle schools. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, some of the middle schools, and and then also um, through mission trips from the South Texas. Right. You know, I remember going down there and taking a bunch bunch of youth and building houses. You right. Know? Some of these. Young men now, uh, they were 12 years old, mm-hmm. 11, 12 years old, never put a roof on the house, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, showed them how to put a roof on the house, and and uh, as they grew older, showed them how to trim trim a house, cut some trim, mm-hmm. run nailers, how to set everything up, you know, these, these kids are graduating from college these days. Uh, one of them is actually pursuing a... Uh, uh, construction engineer degree. You know? Is it really? No, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're still coming. Yeah. So they enjoy it. So that, that was that was kind of informal too, out of the district. But it's also in my community. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of it's part of my part of the community that I live in. Right. Whether it be the church or somebody else's, or some other church or mm-hmm. the district or uh, where I work within my coworkers, and then also where where I play. Uh, there's one time because I, I, I like to dance. I like to country western dance. I've seen you cut a rug, you yeah. Know. And I started going out to Wild West a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go dance for a couple hours, you know. 
and then get out of there because I had a hard time doing that before I became a believer because mm-hmm. it was a totally different environment for me then. Right. But anyway, I started going out there and had a couple of dads and partners and a couple of guys that, you know, kept showing up every Friday. You know, and that's that's one thing about it. I had to be consistent. Yeah. You know, uh, just like mentoring the students, you know, I had mm-hmm. to be every Tuesday, every Wednesday, whatever day at this lunch date. Yeah. And, you know, same thing uh, when I went out there to go dance every Friday, you know, right. 730, 930, 10 o'clock. And so I got to meeting some other guys. Well, one night I was out there and, and uh, met this gentleman. And he'd gone through a divorce. He's struggling with his wife and and his son and everything. And plus, he's he got Parkinson's. Walked out on the patio and got to talking. And till this day, we hug each other every time we walk <laughs> in that place. You know, we just like, we're dancing brothers, you know. <laughs> there was another gentleman during that time also that was struggling with through a divorce. You know, of course, I, I went through one, mm-hmm. you know, back 10 years ago. Uh, he was struggling through a divorce and his relationship with his ex-wife and, and his girlfriend and all this. And, uh, I mean, these guys got emotional on me one night and I mean it's kind of like I spent some of my time just talking to them you mm-hmm. know didn't think about dancing or anything right. like that you know before I knew it it's, it's time for me to go right so I was well, I was leaving I remember leaving and it, it just tears just started flowing out of me mm. and I said is that what I'm supposed to be doing mm. really I only come here I only want to come here to dance <laughs> you know and I get people walk into my life that I right. can't walk away from. Right. You know, somebody starts sharing what what's on their heart. I can't walk away from it. Said, "Oh, you'll be all right." No, it goes much deeper than that. Something that's always stirred my heart up. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, just reaching out to to people from from all kinds of ages. Yeah. Man, woman, everybody walks around with the load. Yeah, they do, and they don't trust people. No, they don't, they don't just trust anybody to talk <clears throat> no. to, you know. Because you involved in mentoring students within the school system, because you still hang out with friends that you had before you became a believer, that you, you still hang out with them today, and because you enjoy doing things like fishing and, and uh, country-western dancing and stuff, you're engaging people just in the rhythm of your life and doing mm-hmm. the things you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see how you allow God to... You use the gifts he has given you, and that's so what one I'm hearing is mercy. You know, when someone's hurting, mm. you hurt with them, you feel that with them, and you're compelled to. You can't help but to walk alongside them mm-hmm. to try to help carry that burden, mm-hmm. and that's that's you being Christ to them. You know, <clears throat> you also have the gift of service. You know, I've seen that over oh, and over yes. the years. You know, you'll if you see somebody that just needs help, you'll you'll help them, and that's a cool yes. thing too. Yes, so, you know it's. You know, I went to the wedding this past weekend uh, to go help my buddy. Well, to attend the wedding and, you know, also to serve, yeah. you know, because went over there and I had helped out with a, another uh, wedding before a couple of years ago. And uh, I found out that, look, just right after the wedding, you know, having dinner and everything, and there's kids running around and, you know, they don't really have anything to do, you know, because all the, Adults are sure involved in wedding pictures and dances and everywhere. I give them a ride on the golf cart. 
I really enjoyed that a couple of years ago. Hmm. So I decided on this one. When I was there, I'm, I'm going to get on the golf cart, and I'm, I'm going to give people and kids rides again. Yeah. Just to see the smile on their faces. Right. Riding on the cart to go feed a donkey with carrots or <laughs> go look at the cows, you know. And Oh, man, that's, that, that just... That just fills my heart up, mm-hmm. you know, just to see, just to see that joy in their faces. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. Uh, I like being that avenue of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> of joy. Joe, what I'm hoping that people are hearing as they're listening to who you are and how you live your life is that, and something I say a lot in the podcast is that each one of us have a way that God has created us. He's He's given us talents and gifts and things that, that he wants to use to meet a purpose that he has in our life. And sometimes I think we can feel like, I, I just don't know how he can use me. It could be for a lot of different reasons. Maybe, you know, just brokenness that's been in our life. Or it could be that we just don't feel like we have any gifts or talents that he can use. And, and one thing that I'm hoping is coming through, too, is that you just live life doing the things that you enjoy doing. You know, like going fishing and uh, mentoring students and going dancing and things, country western dancing and stuff. And in those rhythms, you're seeing how God has gifted you and, and you're walking in that and he's using that. And and you've been able to identify what your purpose is in many ways. Uh, I appreciate you embracing that and, and how you've done that as you've you've been a believer now for around 10 years or so and, yes. um, and, and just seeing how that's developed in your life. And yes, every single one of us, even if, if someone's sitting there listening that, no, not me, yes, yes, you, that, that you too also um, have gifts and talents and interests and things that you enjoy doing, and God just wants you to to walk in that and uh, allow Him to use you for the purpose that He has for your life. And everybody's got different gifts, and I really didn't realize what mine were, Kenny, until I just started serving, mm-hmm. serving as a, as a host for for my friends to come over and enjoy lunch or or dinner or uh, serving. Just, just wherever, mm-hmm. you know. And through that serving, I realized that, oh, okay, I have a, a gift of encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of those gifts that it talks about is encouragement and and uh, serving also. So there's two gifts that I have right there. Yeah. And just just through serving and encouraging, and that that's took me through that journey for the past ten years. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't. I don't think uh, fear off of that. It's it's too fulfilling. Yeah. You know, it's priceless, and it's a gift that that I I need to to be doing in my community. Yeah. What I've observed, Joe, is that you can't help but to do that, to live that way. And one thing that we, you and I, both have learned is that we don't have to go do something somewhere else. But just if we'll just live life where we're planted and engage the community that we live in. Yeah. Do the things we enjoy doing in a God-honoring way, yes, that he's going to use us. Yeah. And that's what I've seen in your life. And I want to tell you, thank you uh, for living your life that way. Well, you know, every every mentor needs a mentor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mentored me for, uh-huh. you mentored me also, mm. you know, and thank you for having me, Kenny. Yeah, it's good to enjoy the good weather. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming over and sharing with us. You're welcome.
I love Joe's heart, his humility, and just his desire to come alongside people and walk with them. I know that it's tough sometimes to figure out what your purpose is and what your mission is in this life. And so if that's where you're at, one, I want to encourage you to step into things that you're already doing. Look at the rhythms of your life, as you heard us talking about, and as how Joe lives his life. And ask yourself, what do I enjoy doing? Who are the people that God has put into my my path, you know, into my life and my circle? And how am I interacting with them? And I encourage you to look at ways that you can live out your mission and your purpose. And don't take that lightly. If you want to have a resource that can just help you think through some things, on my website, there's a free ebook called The 21 Ways to Discover Your Mission. Just go to KennethACamp.com. And you can see it on the front page of my website on the right, top right is where one uh, place that you can get that free ebook. So again, just go to KennethACamp.com, go on the top right, you can see where you can get that free ebook, 21 Ways to Discover Your Mission. I encourage you to do that. Thank you again for joining me here at His Hands, His Feet. Until next time.